good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. Now that that's all done, let's jump into today's show. And we'll start off with the daily numbers. Thailand logged 13,988 new COVID-19 cases and 187 more fatalities during the previous 24 hours, the Public Health Ministry announced on Monday morning. There were 13,544 cases in the general population and 444 among prison inmates. On Sunday, 17,284 COVID-19 patients were discharged from hospital after recovering from the coronavirus. The seven-day average for testing was 47,245, so we've had a significant drop now over the last couple of days. There seems to be a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, I've said before, but again, the testing is significantly down as well. And we'll start off with our first story of the day. The government may lift the emergency decree. The government is considering lifting the emergency decree when the current extension expires at the end of this month, which would also mean the closure of the Center for COVID-19 Situation Administration, a top security official said on Monday. National Security Council General, General Natapol Nakpanik, said the government and the CCSA were making the necessary preparations. If the decree was not extended, the Communicable Disease Control Act would be used to manage the COVID-19 pandemic under the control of the Public Health Ministry, he said. The end of the decree would also mean the end of the CCSA, which was set up under the decree to handle the coronavirus situation, he said. The ministry was responsible for fighting disease outbreaks before the decree came into force. General Natapal, who is the CCSA operations chief, admitted some groups felt uneasy about the use of the decree. He said use of the Disease Control Act under the ministry would be enough to control the spread of the virus. Protesters have accused the government of using the decree for political purposes to prevent them rallying against the government because it prohibits people congregating in public. Lifting the decree is expected to be on the agenda for the CCSA meeting on Friday when the task force will evaluate the situation since lockdown measures were relaxed. Well, I for one will be delighted when the emergency decree is no longer available for the government to use because I do believe they've been using it to stifle free speech and to control the protesters and what they do. I don't think it was ever brought in for those purposes, but the government have used it to kind of shield themselves from criticism. So hopefully it will expire at the end of the month and not be renewed. 24 people and bar owner arrested at Rooftop Bar in Chiang Mai. A group of 24 alleged drinkers were caught red-handed at the rooftop of a bar in Chiang Mai district today, September 5th, after allegedly violating the provincial communicable disease control by gathering to drink alcoholic beverages. At the raid, 24 alleged partygoers and a bar owner were spotted, according to the police, drinking alcohol and dancing along with their own music band without wearing face masks and socially distancing, ignoring provincial COVID-19 control measures and the emergency decree. All of them were taken to the Changpuk police station for further questioning. The customers were initially charged for violating the order of the Chiang Mai Communicable Disease Committee of prohibiting the consumption of alcoholic beverages while the owner was charged for violating the provincial order allowing customers to consume alcoholic beverages in the shop. Bars technically remain closed nationwide in the country, although enforcement can vary depending on the location in Thailand. 
Restaurants are also forbidden from selling alcohol, with meals as authorities claim drinking causes people to forget social distancing rules. Chiang Mai is not a dark red province, although technically alcohol rules under the emergency decree still apply. Comments on social media regarding the raid seem to suggest, however, that enforcement around the rule is not consistent. From being around Phuket and other places, I can tell you that enforcement is very, very select. And you can go to places in Phuket, for example, on Bangla Road and along Beach Road, and you'll find bars open. Just bars, not serving food, serving alcohol, and people enjoying themselves. I don't know what the big deal is with it. They go on about people, you know, forgetting social distancing rooms because they're, you know, drinking alcohol. But, I mean, there's pictures on social media of a vaccine site somewhere in Bangkok a few days ago with people crammed into each other, you know, literally like centimeters away from each other in queues. So, I mean, are we really worried about social distancing? Are we just worried about people not having a drink and going out and enjoying themselves. As I said before, since this government have come into power, they've had a real thing for alcohol and always trying to, you know, make it so it's nearly not not drank. You know, when you see the laws around the country in relation to, you know, posting a beer on social media and the fines that can come with it or advertising alcohol and the fines and imprisonment that can happen, you know, you just think to yourself, like, what is all this about? I said it before and I say it again. This military junta government, if they had their way, there would be no alcohol served in this country. I can tell you straight now, if they had their way, there would be none. Hopefully, when this emergency decree, if it does expire at the end of the month, the country will be allowed to start to reopen properly again and restaurants and bars can reopen and start serving alcohol, you know, and start doing the things that people like to do. People have had a tough time over the last, you know, year or so. So let them go out and let their hair down once in a while. I don't see the big deal about it because I think there's more danger from going shopping in a shopping mall than having a drink in a bar sometimes. Now, the next story of the day is yet another story about when Thailand will reopen. The Tourism Ministry sets January date to reopen. The Tourism and Sports Ministry vows to open the whole country without quarantine by January next year, but such a move largely depends on nationwide herd immunity. The Tourism and Sports Minister said Bangkok was scheduled to reopen in October as part of the second phase for the country, but this phase has been delayed to November as the majority of residents will not receive their second vaccine dose until the end of October. The plan for Bangkok is more challenging as its extended territories covering vicinities that require more elaborate standard operating procedures, he said. Meanwhile, Chiang Mai, Prachapkiri Khan and Chanburi will go ahead as planned on October 1, as well as Pechaburi, which hasn't yet started its SOPs and needs to speed up this month, Mr. Piapat said. At a meeting between the ministries and the Tourism Authority of Thailand on Friday, he said they agreed to add some provinces to their third phase of reopening under the 7 plus 7 extension program. As a result, from October 15th, there are 25 provinces tourists can enter in via the Sandbox program as second destinations after spending seven days in one of these destinations, Phuket, Samui, Chiang Mai, Chambori, Prachakiri Khan, Pechaburi and Bangkok. We need to propose that list to the Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration in order to allocate a proper amount of vaccine for them in time. However, if vaccinations do not reach the required level in certain areas, select districts can be isolated or a sealed route as possible in the early stages. Only safe areas can reopen to Thai tourists on November 1, while international tours are expected to enter without quarantine from January 
led by travel bubbles with neighbouring countries starting on January 15th, Mr Piapat said. The key condition is Thailand must achieve herd immunity as determined by the government within this year. As Thailand is still recording daily caseloads of more than 10,000 and was downgraded to the red list for some target markets, the number of tourists this year might not exceed 300,000, he said. However, if Thailand can return to the safe list this month, there are promising signs in the last quarter we can hope for 1.2 million travellers. Tat Governor Yutasek Supasorn said areas scheduled to reopen in October are p- preparing SOPs for entry under a quarantine-free approach as seen in the Phuket Sandbox model. And this will lead us into our next story, Phuket Sours on Sandbox. The private sector in Phuket is urging the government to fully reopen the island by December 1st, saying the move can bring in more than $210 billion in tourism-related revenue in just three months. The call came as businesses in Phuket realised that they won't be able to survive with the island only partially reopened under the Phuket Sandbox scheme, reports the Bangkok Post today. Only over 20,000 tourists have come over the past two months since the Phuket Sandbox was launched, said Nantida Atisit, Vice President of the Phuket Tourism Association. We can't continue this way. Hotels are suffering losses. What we need is Freedom Day on December 1. Along with the President of the Phuket Tourism Council, Tane Tanitipakit Nisnantida, led local business associations to submit their proposals for the island's reopening under a new campaign called Phuket Freedom Day. Under the proposal, all businesses on the island will fully resume with all residents on the island returning to their usual way of life while remaining safe from COVID by observing public health guidelines. With domestic travel adapted to a new normal, the province will be able to attract 3.5 million tourists who will come between December and March next year, about half the number of tourists in the same period before the pandemic, bringing in some 210 billion in tourism-related income. All target groups on the island should receive a third booster jab for the reopening to succeed. Meanwhile, tourists would be required to show proof of vaccination and or undergo a COVID-19 rapid antigen test prior to entering the group said in the proposal. The proposal was designed to follow the United Kingdom's model for reopening, which required 90% of target groups within the population to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19, Ms. Nantida said. To achieve the goal, she said Phuket will need to roll out more jabs. About 400,000 doses of the AstraZeneca vaccine will have to be procured, along with 70,000 of the Pfizer vaccine for intradermal injections, which require 20% of the usual dose required for a booster shot, confers equal immunity against the virus. She cited the result of a study in the Netherlands, which showed the technique was as effective as the intramuscular injection method in which a full dose was administered. Now, where to start on all of this? Well, yet again, we have another minister and another person in the government giving a different date out for the reopening. So, so far, we've had Priot with October, this minister with January. I believe there was another minister with December as well. So we just need somebody to throw in November and then we should have it all covered. They eventually will get one of those right. Now, it seems from my reading of other articles over the last couple of days that from October onwards, we're just going to still see these sandboxes and sealed routes which just isn't going to be enough for people. Then on the other hand, you have Phuket who want to open completely to tourism, but they don't specifically say exactly what. They talk about 3.5 million. Is that just international or is that a combination of international and domestic? I can't seem to figure that out. And this Phuket Freedom Day means what? Travelers from abroad can just enter the country with maybe just a vaccination certificate and that's it. But it seems like Phuket just want these people for themselves. They're not actually thinking about the rest of Thailand. They're only thinking about their own province. So they want these people to come visit Phuket only. 
and they'll be fully open. But it still seems and sounds like these people would not be able to leave the island. And that's exactly the opposite of what people want. What everybody wants right now, who's anyway inclined to go to Thailand or lives here and wants to come and go back, is they want the country open properly. I'm not sure we're ever going to get that the way this government are behaving and the way these governors in certain provinces are behaving as well. They're making huge mistakes in that they seem to be cutting off domestic tourism and trying to focus solely on international. Then realizing they've made a mess of that and tried to get the domestic back. But, you know, people have have long memories and they remember exactly, you know, how they've been treated during this pandemic in relation to some of this travel stuff. And I'm not quite sure exactly what will be the outcome finally, because I'm as confused now as I've ever been in relation to this whole reopening. What exactly is going on? If the plan is to fully reopen, then just fully reopen. Pick a date and that's it for the entire country. Open up that day. If you decide December 1, the country will fully reopen, then let it reopen. But this whole thing of, oh, well, we're in Phuket. We're, we're special. We want to open before everybody else and have our own thing going on down here. Well, you know what I'd say to that? I'd say no. And as for the third booster jabs, I'd also say no to Phuket. There's a lot of provinces who haven't even got one injection yet. But these guys are looking for three. It's their own fault. They chose to rush in and start using Sinovac. And it's shown that, you know, it's not as effective as other vaccines. And you need a third booster jab after only four or five months. If I was in the government personally myself, I'd say to Phuket, no, you're at the back of the list for vaccines now. We need to take care of the other areas that we're opening up next month. Pattaya... Huihin, Chiang Mai, Bangkok, all these areas are going to get them first. And you're at the back of the line. You've been looked after. I've never seen a province that seems to be so greedy and so self-centered. They do only care about themselves. They don't care about their fellow countrymen. I just don't get it. I find it very strange, to be honest with you. I mean, what they really do need in this country is a roadmap to reopening and telling everybody what the different steps are and what the final date is for reopening. But nothing like that exists in this country. It's literally just let every minister have a go at predicting when they may open. And that certainly doesn't inspire confidence for travellers, travel agents or airlines. And these are the people who are most important to the country. Now our next story is Jab Proof for Dine-In on October 1. Now this is a story we spoke about last week. The title was No Vaccination, No Service. Then the next day the government cancelled that by issuing the royal decree that had not mentioned anything to do with this in it. And they're allowing restaurants in September to continue to open without any of this green pass or whatever they called it. But starting October 1, only those who have been fully vaccinated against COVID-19 or have a negative antigen test result will be allowed to dine in at restaurants and seek out services deemed at high risk for virus transmission in dark red provinces where maximum COVID-19 restrictions apply. According to the Health Department's Director General, the move is part of the government's push to allow businesses to reopen while the number of COVID-19 cases continues to increase. Customers will be required to fill in a form detailing their infection risk through the government's Thai Save Thai app before entering premises which are considered high-risk venues, which include restaurants, barbershops, hair salons, beauty clinics and spas. In addition, they will be asked to show their vaccination certificate or a negative COVID-19 antigen test result taken no longer than a week prior before entering the premises 
Former patients must show records which showed that they have recovered. Also, business operators must strictly comply with existing provincial regulations. Their staff must also be fully vaccinated, comply with social distancing measures, be screened for COVID-19 weekly. Furthermore, every shop regularly disinfect, regularly touch surfaces every one to two hours. A high-efficiency particulate air filter should be installed on AC units and proper ventilation must be ensured. Now, what's really confusing about this is that it seems September it's okay to go in as an unvaccinated person into a restaurant and dine in, but next month it's not okay if you're unvaccinated to go into a restaurant. The rules are completely confusing and make no sense. What's the difference between this month and next month? I just don't get it. And still, as the government have said, that it won't be till the end of October before Bangkok has most people fully vaccinated. So are restaurants just going to have a small pool of people to choose from when they come into their restaurants? I don't think this is going to help restaurants in any way whatsoever. I think it will limit the number of people coming in each and every day because people are just not fully vaccinated yet. These things are never thought out very well. Now, about this app called Thai Save Thai. Thailand do not need any more apps in relation to COVID-19. I've counted five now that I have my mobile phone, contact tracing, vaccinations, all kinds of stuff. I mean, would it not be possible to build one app for everything? I know it's a lot to ask, but seriously. And this Thai Save Thai app, I have downloaded it. I have changed the language to English, which you can do, but actually the translations are so bad, you're really confused what exactly you're filling out. The drop-down menus are actually still in Thai, but not in English. Nonsensical. I just don't get the app at all. It makes no sense. Shops are hardly going to be looking at this app going in the front door. All they want to see from you will be that you have your vaccination certificate or your rapid antigen test. That's it. I don't get it. It just doesn't make sense to me. But, you know, a lot of things that they're doing here are not thought out very well. For instance, as I said, just make one app for everything. Make it user-friendly. Make it acceptable for everybody to use, whether you're a Thai or a foreigner or a tourist or an expat, whatever you may be. And just make it easy. That can't be done here. And I don't know who's making these apps. It seems like they have 15-year-olds creating apps who clearly take no pride in their work because these apps are just all terribly designed. If you want to check it out, just go online on, on your app store or whatever, download it, and you'll see what I'm talking about. It, it's just terrible. And now for the Phuket News Roundup. Yesterday, we had 241 confirmed local COVID-19 cases. We had 734 international arrivals at the airport through the Sandbox scheme. One tested positive for COVID on arrival. They arrived on eight flights, two Thai Airways, one Qatar, one Etihad, one El Al, one Jetstar, and two Singapore Airlines. 222 travellers tested negative for COVID during their second test, while there was no reported infections during the third and final swab test of 204 tourists. Since the 1st of July, 28,931 travellers have availed of the Sandbox programme. In other Phuket news, New Order waives PCR testing of domestic tourists during stay in Phuket. A new provincial order issued by the Phuket governor, Narang Wunsi, has removed the requirement for domestic tourists to undergo an RT-PCR test for COVID-19 during their stay in Phuket starting this Wednesday. The new order also added that Phuket and Panya residents may freely travel between the two provinces as long as the key requirements are met. The checkpoint will continue to close at 11pm each evening but reopen one hour earlier at 3am. For anyone needing a ATK test, there is a lab set up at the Phuket gateway. The cost is 500 Thai baht and you will wait about 30 minutes to get the result with a certificate. Now just to also let people know, in relation to people who want, who are resident of Panya, province and Phuket to travel freely between 
the two, you still will need to have your vaccination certificate and your ATK test. For domestic travelers, what they were talking about in relation to that RT PCR test was that any traveler coming from outside of the province coming to Phuket and were staying longer than five days would have to have an RT PCR test on the fifth day. Domestic travelers still need to have a vaccination certificate, ATK test, and a fully prepaid hotel booking. And finally, Pfizer injections begin in Phuket. The Phuket Provincial Health Office has confirmed that the Pfizer vaccine has begun being deployed to vaccinated people in Phuket against COVID-19. The report also marks that frontline workers and others at-risk groups are starting to receive their third injection booster shot. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.